Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Thank you for joining us. I, I know there's a lot of people out here or out there today that probably feel hopeless and hapless in some instances, or maybe you've just experienced the loss of a loved one. We have one of our one of our guys who has volunteered for years, and, and I'm going to leave his name out of this too, but he just experienced the loss of his wife, and I believe they were married 62 years. And that's very difficult. It's difficult to go through those things, but what isn't difficult is that he absolutely is 100% convinced of her destination. You know, I was, I was honored to be able to do the memorial service for them, and one of the things that was so great is, you know, there's times when you, you believe, you hope, you pray that the person that you're doing this service for really was a believer and that they're safe in the arms of Christ. And sometimes you're not entirely sure. But with, with this, this uh, dear woman, I am absolutely convinced. I was so grateful to be able to read her daily journal. And as as... Uh, she was experiencing the onset of, of uh, dementia. She still was absolutely 100% sold out for the cause of Christ. She had a daily journal. She quoted people, uh, took the scripture, her thoughts for the day. And, you know, I am absolutely convinced. You know, the Bible tells us that, that there's nothing that can snatch us out of the hands of Christ. Right, Stephen? That's correct. And it's something to remember that you're not going to you're not going to commit your life to Christ. He takes you from death to life, and then you're cruising down the road. You have an accident, you get brain damage. Oh well, you're written off. That's not how it works. Um, Stephen, do you remember uh, Glenn Murphy? Yes. Yeah. Well, Glenn Murphy was one of my pastors as well. After Jim Akins, who mm-hmm. was was my pastor for years. And uh, Glenn started to also get dementia. And uh, this is a guy that at one time memorized word for word the book of James. Yeah, wow. granted, nice. it's five chapters, okay. but how many of us have <laughs> that, you know, right? five consecutive chapters of the Bible, plus other things he, he knew too. But when the dementia got really bad and they had to put him in a home, he had Alzheimer's and he really didn't recognize anybody anymore. But you know what he did know? He knew that he was in Christ Jesus because he used to go to all the other rooms and give them the gospel message. <laughs> Some Amen. things are so implanted and so ingrained that right. they're there, right? They're not, they're not hidden or, or tucked away. They're still vibrant in, in that guy's life. That was great. I forgot so about that. let me ask you something, Stephen. Do you ever get angry? Nah. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Do you ever be feel self pity or or lusts or angers and and resentments ever? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm setting yeah, I'm thinking you through my life. I think um, yeah. experienced those more yeah, me than too. once or twice. So, what is your hope in Christ Jesus? I mean, obviously, you don't you don't seem like like you've got a clean enough slate to mm-hmm. get into heaven. 
Oh, God lets me know that he, he loves me. And when I, when I confess my sins, he is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me of my unrighteousness. And, I, mm-hmm. and, and, and while we don't want to just keep on sinning because he gives us so much grace, right. we want to, we, we know where we, we do mess up, where we don't always stay in the, in the, the, on the path of the Holy Spirit. So right. God made a way for us to be able to, to cleanse us through Jesus' blood in order to, that he sees him and not us. Yeah, and I'm and so happy for that. <laughs> my hope is so never happy. in my own righteousness because I don't have enough of it to get myself through. You know, the Bible says if you've sinned in one area, you sinned you in the whole the of the law. And so what hope is there? Well, the hope that there is is the only hope that anybody has ever had, and that's in Christ Jesus. Because he lived the perfect life, died, and rose again. And who was he? He was the second member of the Trinity of God. He was God's only begotten son. And because he lived that life, I have hope. We sing the song, right? You know, because he lives. Yeah, I can face tomorrow. I can face tomorrow. Because you know what? If it's a balancing scale, I've lost every time. Yeah. If if we have to count on my righteousness, I'm I'm dead out of the water. I mean, stop and think about it. We talk about coming to a place where where we're not sinning anymore. But I challenge every single person out here that might share that view. You stop and think of your own thoughts and minds. And remember, Jesus didn't allow you just to say, oh, well, I don't commit adultery. I don't, I don't steal. I don't murder. Really? Because he told them, if you've lusted, if you've hated, guess what? You've already committed adultery. You already committed murder. So your thoughts are where all sin starts, right? And wind up, as a matter of fact. So here's the deal. Stephen said it. When I stand before a righteous, holy God, who is character cannot be impugned, and, he, and, and sin always, always has to be paid for. Always. But he's going, to, he's going to see me with the righteousness bestowed on me by Christ when I came to him in faith, broken. And guess what? <laughs> I don't know if you'll believe this or not, but there isn't a moment I think I am worthy of heaven. There isn't a moment I go, you know, God's pretty lucky to have me. How about you, Stephen? No, I don't think that enters my mind. That'd, <laughs> no. that'd be so laughable. It would be uh, laughable, yes. wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> you know, people have asked me, how many people have you saved? Well, I haven't saved anybody. No, I wasn't capable of saving me. <laughs> he does the saving, but he wants us to tell people about his son. He wants everyone who can be saved yeah. to be saved, and he uses us to, to, to bring that message to him, the good news of Christ. Yeah. And, yeah. and that is what he, how he has chosen to do yeah. it. I'm going to make you, my feet and my hands, go out, be the voice. Right. Yeah. Carry the word everywhere. And here's the problem. When we don't do that, you know, they weren't doing it really in Jerusalem either. He said, go to all the places, you know, go out to Samaria and to the outermost parts of the world and take the message, right? But they were kind of saying... Yeah, well, you know, I'll be evangelizing here for a while. And what happened, Steve? 
Yeah, they, they got persecuted, and because of that, it scattered. Scattered. Mm-hmm. You know, not yeah. The 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 um, those who went out like Paul, that that you know missionaries. But we're talking about just yeah, folk, you know, those who have who uh, believed in Christ, but then because the circumstances had to move, leave out of the area, but. They took that word with them. They took the, the good news of the gospel with them where they went. And so God is going to accomplish his, his, you know, what he wants in, in any way he wants. And, and if, if you don't, if you don't, yeah, yeah, right. And if you, if you're not kind of heeding to that, he'll make a way for you to understand that <laughs> that's what he need, you need to do, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you were talking about Paul, the great missionary. Uh, we might add killer of the church, persecutor, persecutor, right? I mean, I don't think on his way to Emmaus that day, he was, he was thinking, huh, you know what? I'm going to do some good stuff here. No, he was thinking a whole different way. Yeah, well, in actuality, he thought he was doing good stuff. Yeah, he yeah, did. he thought he was We, we You probably did at God, times right? too, right? Yeah, I thought he was doing exactly yeah. what God wanted him to do until, yeah. until that fateful day. And uh, everything turned around. Yep, exactly right. You know, it's an amazing thing. I've had to tell people who knew me when I was young, <laughs> well, no, I, I really don't, uh, I don't think like that or I don't do those things. And I know they probably look at me and go, mm, what's your angle? Yeah, I knew you from before, right? Yeah, well, I told I knew, you. I hung out with you. <laughs> By the way, I got to tell you something. This is so amazing. You know, where you, where you used to, to do things, you used to drink and, and do things. I ran into this lady who is just a lovely uh, woman. She really is. She owns Cricket's Cafe out there, and I told you, Steve, about it. And uh, she recognized my voice, which was, you know, it's amazing to me to be recognized as a pastor in God's house, to, to have people say, you know, you carry the word of God with you. I mean, that's amazing to me because once upon a time— uh, I would have been in a bar with my friends drinking. And by the way, she was too once upon a time, but not for 30-something years. And God has brought her all kinds of places. And so now I'm in this cafe. She recognizes me. I'm sitting with Dr. Harden from Epic Bible. You know what? I'm thinking, huh, 35 years ago, neither one of these people would have wanted to be sitting with me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's amazing. And and when I when I think about <clears throat> where God has brought me, I think to myself, you know, God 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 really is awesome because He can use people like me and still make something out of it. He did it with a donkey on the road one time, so I figure <laughs> He can probably use me too. All right? How about you, Stephen? <laughs> oh yeah, um, I don't have the. Of course, I'm from. Um, East Coast, New Jersey. So I don't, I don't run into people who I did not know before Christ. Um, That's a blessing, kind of. But when I have been back home. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And uh, and um, it's they knew me as being what I was, and you know, and when I um, talked about Christ and what He did in my life, and it's been a while since I've been home. But um, it was some. I was married and had kids at that time, and went back home. Um, yeah, people noticed the change because I made it known who you know what had happened to me and 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 how he blessed me and and you know and 
you know, so, so you get that looks, but then you get, well, you know, well, good for you. And yeah, hopefully that makes people think about their own life. You know, I, I hope that had happened. Yeah. And uh, not too long early after that, my, my sister was saved. So Amen. I'm not, you know, God's word goes out there and uh, never void, huh? never void, never comes back void. No. And, uh, so, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the way that works. I think everybody is not too many people that come. Out, there's some that come through the church and they give their lives to Christ when they're, you know, five, six, seven, nine years old. And they, you know, walk that path, walk that path never, you know, deviated, you know, to the point of, well, you know, you did what and you was what and now you're this. You know, and, you know, there there are some, but there are not too many. A lot of us come to them much later in life. And uh, to our to our hurt, but mm-hmm. God is good. He still uses us, and uh, we're and I'm grateful. You know what? I got to tell you that, and I've told this once before. It's been a long time. I don't know if I, if I told you, but I was going to go out and speak at Epic Bible College. You know, Ron Harden had called, and by the way, uh, he is a very nice man. He. He always allows us to use his facility for our graduation uh, at the end of the year in yeah, September. Which is and, coming and up in November. We're truly grateful for that. November he's 1st, a very nice guy. By the way. Uh, smart and nice. So at any rate, uh, I called up the, uh, the place, and I, and I was talking to this woman named Sandy, who actually used to be my neighbor in Citrus Heights. <laughs> Years huh. and years ago. And she said, so tell me, uh, wh- are you still are you still a believer? Because she was around at the time when I, I really, where God saved me, right? Yeah. I said, I am. She said, okay, what church do you go to? And I told her, she goes, oh, okay. Hmm. Well, who's the pastor? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, well... I am. <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> but yes. you know what was amazing? And if you're out there, Sandy and Dennis, I hope all is going well with both of you. Uh, she came and listened to me speak several times when I came out to, to uh, you know, Epic. And, and so she could see in, uh, that I really was the real deal. There was really transformation. <laughs> I still... I'm not a perfect guy, but I've never run into that perfect person yet. And I'm grateful because well, I'm not him. But, uh, yeah, Stephen, the one thing that is bad is the fact that you can't run into somebody that you went to high school and they go, no, what? Where are you working? Really? You know, because I get that once in a while. Yeah. But, you know. It's okay. It doesn't, you know, that does. That's how, that's how God directed your life to be that, you know, be that witness to those that you knew from way back. And I'm sure there's somebody back home where I'm, where I'm from and in Somerville, New Jersey, that had their life changed around. And people see them and say, hey, I remember when you did this and that. Yeah, I don't. That's not me anymore. I, my, my life's been changed. I, I, you know, I, follow the, I follow Christ, my Savior. So. Well, and you get the opportunity too to, as you're growing in grace in Christ and doing things, you there are people you know now from the time when you did get out here, and maybe you don't know people from when you were a kid, but 
you know, they knew you maybe when you were on a program or they knew you when you first started. And sometimes I know they'll come back and go, oh, Mr. Jared's still, still here? Still here. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> you still here? Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you get other people that that knew you in other capacities and stuff. You know, I got to tell you, Stephen, yeah, I think you'll like this. I think you guys out there will like this. This may not have to do a lot with the mission right now, but I have a friend named Steve Cook. And Steve Cook worked with me at another place. Well, I was a bivocational pastor working at uh, an insurance company. And so, <laughs> so Stephen and I became pretty good friends. And I saw, I knew his kids when they were little and, and we still keep in touch. But he doesn't always listen to the radio show. Shame, shame on Shame, shame, shame. But I, so one day I said, you know, my friend Steve says that he listens to the radio show. But I have my doubts sometimes. So, Stephen, if you're out there, let me know you heard this show. And he was listening. Ah. <laughs> and he admitted that he hadn't been listening much. But. But he listened then. That day. Yep. So, uh, Stephen, if you're out there, I hope you're smiling right now. And, and I know you're still walking with Christ. And I know Kim is still walking with Christ. And that's a praise. And talking about like we were about working in secular organizations. I got to tell you, when Steve and I worked for AAA, we were two of very few believers that were there. And I ran into a situation where I had to pray with a guy. He had not been in church for uh, 10 or 15 years. I don't recall exactly how long it was because the pastor of their church had run away with the church secretary. Very sad. Yeah. And so I didn't realize he had been out of church so long. I thought it just happened. And so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down, I'm writing a policy, and he starts talking. And I said, well, David, how long have you been out of church? And then he told me, and it was this amazing length of time. And I said, well, David, I don't think God sent you here just for me to write an insurance, insurance policy, policy for you. I said, the more important thing is, you need to be in a healthy, well-balanced, Bible-believing church. You need to be reconnected. And, and I could see the guilt that was sweeping over him. And I could see that he was, he was hurting, right? So I walked out front with him, and I'm standing right outside the great big plate glass windows where underwriting is, and they're not believers. And we really couldn't be praying with people out on the sidewalk, right? But mm. I knew that he needed prayer, and I needed to pray with him right then. Yeah. And this isn't a, oh, look how good I am. This is how amazing God can be at times. I took him, and I got my hands on his shoulders. Our heads are bowed. Tears are coming down his face. And, he, and I'm praying for him, and I thought, well— there goes my job. There goes my job. <laughs> yeah. I walked so in. Right. And mind you, when I say two feet, I mean the underwriters are sitting a foot and a half from that glass, and I'm just a foot and a half on the other side of a big plate glass window. I walked in. Not one person had ever even noticed. Hmm. Nobody said anything. Like they were blinded to it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. So, it's a God thing. Yeah. Right there. And God has given me a lot of... Uh, a lot of wonderful moments. How about you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sometimes uh, with the guy on the program? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we get to talk about 
things that happen in their lives, and I can you know, reflect and, and talk about, you know, how, you know, um, and I, you get to use it when you went through something. You can you can use that a lot to to help a guy know that you know it can, you know, that these things happen. But you need to, to focus on Christ, and and you can use yourself as, as an example, be it not a great example all the time, but as an example of of how God can can you know put you back where you need to be in, in the right mind frame to, you know, frame of mind to, to, to finish what you need to do and to get through a crisis. And, to, you know, you didn't bring you here just for you can, you know, bow out when things get tough. So, yeah, it's, it's good to be able to talk to guys in that manner. And sometimes they, you know, they push on and sometimes they just let circumstances overwhelm them. But you, you have that opportunity. Well, God never told you that you had to uh, produce works. He just wanted you to be available That's right. when he uses yeah. you, right? That's right. And it doesn't matter whether there's two or there's 200 guys that that you have talked to and helped along the line. The reality is you made yourself available to yeah. them. And like you said, you weren't just the perfect guy. You drank and you did all those kind of things. And you know what? I did too. There's people out there that knew me when I did air conditioning when I was young that could probably say to you, man, I used to go drinking in a bar with that guy. <laughs> you know, That's... let me tell you about him. He's he's a hypocrite. Well, no, I, I'm not a hypocrite. I just am changed. Yeah. That's not, I'm not, I'm a new person. In Christ, you're a new creature in Christ. You know, that's why if, they, <laughs> if I ever ran for yeah. political office, they go, yeah, well, we got the dirt on you. I'd say, come on, everybody does. <laughs> How about you, Stephen? Let me tell you what I did. You yeah. Know? Or you I think that's a, bad. Yeah, you think that's bad. I got the gospel message, though, coming right at you. So Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's fine. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I don't mean to, to belittle it or to minimize it, but the transforming power of God is so amazing that that I can truthfully say to people, say, well, I knew you back when. Okay. If I did anything to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was never really a mean guy or anything, but I was a, a man of the world. And I don't mean that like James Bond. I mean, I was a man <laughs> given to the flesh. Yep. I was living in the world and I was of the world. Yeah. Exactly. Now I'm still living Influenced in the world, by. but now I'm not of the world. Amen. And that's the thing. We, the Bible even tells us, I can't, you have to live in the world, yeah. but you don't but have, you to have to live to, like the world, right? You have to, yep, you don't have to participate in, in how the world system dictates things. That's right. That's right. Influenced by Christ, by his Holy Spirit. You know what else that does? What's that? It takes shame away from people. Yeah. Because, you know, our guys go through the program and they come on the other side and they've done a lot of things. And they still have to convince their families. With that. Yes, but he's taken their shame, yeah. put it on the cross. If they're truly yeah. in Christ Jesus, and they can openly say, "Yep, I did that," but I don't do that anymore. More. That's Amen. not who I am. Yep. And by the way, you can't grit your teeth and be a different person. God has to do it, right, Stephen? That's right. It's always about Him. Any closing thoughts, my no, friend? This, I was bringing uh, about the graduation. It is coming up in November. First, I believe. Yes. So, yeah, this or graduate. Second. I think it's the first. Okay, on a could Friday. be right. Go on our website yes. at <laughs> ugmsc.com. And you know, we celebrate and take the guys graduating. You know that that with that whole year, 
uh, graduated and doing good things and following Christ. And as always, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of His hand. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.